When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get up on three, one, two, three. Get up, get up. Get up. Get up. What's up, Ken folk? Welcome to the number one ranked show. I am your host, RJ Young. Thank you for watching on the Fox Sports app, YouTube, or listening wherever it is you get your podcast. We are coming to you live from Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium, where the Birmingham Stallions have just won the inaugural USFL Championship 33-30. to We're going to have interviews with players. I'm going to give you some analysis, some of my favorite moments of the season, particularly tonight. We're going to talk about just what this means for spring football. But first, I want to bring in two of our guys, Bo Scarborough. My goodness, look at that thing. And my man, Scooby Wright, two of our primetime players today in this USFL championship game. Scoob, I want to start with you, man. What did you see that allowed you to really get a jump on that ball, take it back to the end zone to seal this victory? Man, we were in a fire zone call. My three ran across my face, had to go pick it up, and I picked it up. Ball, I just caught it, ran, went for six. And, and that, that leap that was just improvised? Hey, had to go for it. Bo, for you, a man who has won national championships 2015-2017 at Alabama, what does it mean for you to bring a professional football championship home to Birmingham? Man, it means a lot, man. You know, I just want to thank the fans for, you know, supporting us through the thing all the way. And I want to thank my teammates for, you know, staying the court, executing plays, being disciplined, and fighting to the end of this ball game, man. But it means a lot to me, you know, to stand here and hold a trophy and also, to, you know, to win. You know, when you got two national championships, three SECs, and two school rings, you know, it's a little bit different. But this one right here means a lot to me. I, I, I hear my man saying he, he would like to hold it. You, gonna, you, no you, gonna, you can let me hold that big dog. Hey, look at there. Look at there. Look at there. Well, I want to toss it back to you then. When he made that interception, what went through your mind? Through my mind, man, I was jumping up out my pants. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, yeah, shark dog. So I started running around like, uh, shark dog. You know what I mean? So, but I was just, it was just unbelievable, man. One of the exciting moments, man. It just took me back to um, at Alabama when we was in current situation and our defense came through with a play. I, I just felt that we were going to make a play. And as soon as I, you know, next two plays, Scuba came up with an interception. 
And, man, I probably could have jumped out the stadium if you would have seen how high I was jumping. You know, Scoop, he hit on something that I thought was really outstanding in that shark dog and how you have become really the face of this league, the most popular player in this league. What does it mean for you to be able to bring this championship home to Birmingham? Man, I'm just grateful to Birmingham fans. They digged it. They loved it. They went with it. They ran with it. And I'm just thankful that we, we just got here as a team and we were able to bring it home. One of the things that I thought was cool about this entire season is just getting to see what this feels like for family and friends. I got to meet Philip the first, Philip the second. On the way back to the airport, they told me they're coming back to see you win this championship. What does it mean for you to win this for your namesake? Man, after after playing two spring leagues that failed and having to get this one, this is the a, this is the AAF, XFL, and the USFL championship right here. So I'm I'm, I'm loving it. <laughs> My last one for both of you, and, and give this some thought. You're gonna make ten thousand dollars per player for winning this championship. What you gonna spend it on? Taxes. <laughs> Straight to my savings. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Straight to my savings. That is a very mature decision. That is not the decision I would make. You know. Why? Ten thousand dollars? Nah, dog. I'm gonna have to get what you. Hey, this new day and age, you know, ten thousand go real fast. You know what I'm saying? After you pay your after you pay your bills and yeah, you probably half already, you know what I mean? So you gotta use the watch and so you gotta put it in the savings account. Scoop, you gonna do something a little bit more fun? Yeah, I might go buy a Harley. That's my man! That's my man! As a dude on a royal infield, I'm here for this. Shark dog on a Harley. That's the goal. You gotta do the shark dog. You gotta do the shark nah, no, 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 you gotta do the full shark dog. Hey! <laughs> hey, Bo Scarborough. Scooby Wright, congratulations on winning this inaugural United States Football League Championship. Y'all have a good time. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, man. Appreciate you, man. Outstanding from both of these players. One of my favorite moments is just getting to understand what these championships and getting an opportunity to win these titles means to each one of these players. And you saw a little bit of that with Bo Scarborough and Scooby Wright. Oh, we got the man of the hour here. Alex Magoo, get in here, dog. It's good to see you, man. I appreciate it. Alex Magoo, quarterback, won the game for the Stallions after what has to be just a roller coaster of a year for you. How do you feel? Yeah, I mean, it hasn't hit me yet, but it kind of, it was the moment where, you know, the clock hit zero. I took the knee, and I was like, whoa, I just did this thing. You know, and I never once was nervous. I never once had a had a doubt, you know, in, the, in my mind that we were going to win the game, let alone from the first second I walked in, I just felt the confidence in the room and aura about this team that we were going we to have a, have, have, a, have a good run. One of the things I think is remarkable about this team is just how you and Jamar have shared the quarterbacking duties throughout the year. One person goes down, the other one steps up. What does it mean for you to be able to do this with a teammate truly at a position that's been singular? Yeah, like you said, it's a singular position, but it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, like, I think, I, I mean, obviously I was drafted first. I was the quarterback that was supposed to play but that's not how life in itself works like sometimes another person has to step up or or a fill in you know what i'm saying like i had an injury so jmar stepped up won the first three games i won the fourth game then he then he won the next couple games and i won this game you know what i'm saying so it's like there's no point in getting a sour attitude or a bad attitude about something when you're still in the fight you know what i'm saying so i just think coach did a really good job and the guys just did a really good job of just just getting everybody's you know morale straight and and what we're here to do and that's to win and and there ain't no other way to do it with a unless you have a positive attitude well 
Coach Holtz had a positive attitude about the both of you throughout the season. And one way in which he was able to show that tonight is you threw an interception that you might want to cause from the game. He comes to you. He says, hey, look, look, don't worry about it. We're going to win the game. What does it mean for you to have a coach that has that kind of faith in you? Yeah, I mean, it, it starts with him, but I think the whole team has given that 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 confidence to him that, like, it don't matter what happened that last play because I know what I'm about to do, and it's great. It's greatness. Like, everyone on this team is about to be great. And I think, like, Coach just we – were, we were kind of going back and forth a little bit about what happened and how we, how we both saw it. And he was just like, all right, look, we're going to win the game. It doesn't matter. And I was like, you're right. Like, this play don't matter. Like, I'm about to go out here and drive this field and score a touchdown. So, like, it didn't really matter. And, like, he just kind of calms everybody down and just makes sure everybody's straight on the same page. I asked Bo what he did when Scooby made that interception and ran it back to essentially win y'all the game. What did you do? Oh, I sat there. I knew we had. I knew we still had stuff to do. I knew still we had we had a game to play, and I think that, you know, I saw everybody doing the shark dog stuff. But uh, I just was on the bench looking at the last drive to make sure that when if we got that next chance, we can go out there and execute again. Alex Magoo began the season as the number one overall pick for the Birmingham Stallions and ended the season as the man who quarterbacked them to the inaugural USFL championship. Alex, thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate you having me on. As you can see, having a great time out here. Talk with Bo Scarborough, talk with Scooby Wright. We talk with Alex Magoo. We hope to talk a little bit later on with Skip Holtz. But there are a number of reasons as to why we got here. So let's talk about the championship and how it unfolded. Because, frankly, you've never seen a pro football game like this one before. And I'm going to start at the beginning and move us toward the end and understand how we got here, right? So we have what I thought was an outstanding scoring drive to open the game, where we have a Jamar Smith who's throwing a crackback block for an Alabama tailback who ends up with 135 yards on the ground, averaging about 10 yards per carry. We also get in there a shovel pass. We get in there also a bit of chicanery from the man J.M.R. Smith to get us to that scoring drive. We get three points on the board. It felt like it was Birmingham's game to lose until we had a sign of life come from Case Cookus and Jordan Sewell. We had back-to-back 25-yard receptions for one Jordan Sewell and Case Cookus to get us to a 10-10 tie. Felt like perhaps the Philadelphia Stars going to pull this out, and then the second half, it got even better, right? We got to see Case Cookus show the kind of fight that he showed all throughout this year, but particularly going back to Northern Arizona. I get, look at this. Look at Bo. Look at my goodness. 13 carries, 135 yards, one TD in the win over the Stars. Again, look at a Case Cookus who lines up and finds Jordan Sewell on what has to be an absolute dime. His second on that series to get them back in this game. Really love how he was able to read the field here, but I also love Case Cookus' story. This is a man who plays with his heart on his sleeve. He goes out there looking to lay his body on the line. He will run when it's there for him. You can see here, he's scrambling for his life. He ends up putting it down, and he finds Jordan Sewell in the back of the end zone. The man had three touchdowns, 222 yards in this game, but also played through what looked like the kind of shot to his head that would have lost him some teeth. Had a great way of shaking it off, saying, look, I'm getting married in a couple weeks. My fiance would have been upset with me. I lost some teeth before we got uh, before we got married. And then we see the man leaving on the stretcher after breaking a leg in what was really a game that changed the tide for the Philadelphia Stars. Not long after that, we see Scooby Wright come on the field, read K.J. Costello, pick off the pass, run it back in to basically win the Stallions the game. I thought this was outstanding from start to finish, but 
the reason I thought that this was unlike any other pro football game or pro football championship you've ever seen, we had a fourth and 12 from their own 33 instead of an onside kick. It didn't go the Stars' way, but it was there for them. As a matter of fact, I'm standing next to our senior producer for the number one ranked show, Catherine Donnelly. I'm going, you got to go for three points here. When have you ever seen someone say, we got to go for three points here in an extra points situation? They end up trying to kick the field goal, but they also had the two-point conversion there for themselves. They go for the fourth and 12. A nine-point game is still a tie game in the USFL. It's one of the things that I really enjoy about this league. And Bart Andrus is one of those men who is willing to let these rules do for him what they're designed to do for you. Be entertaining and put him back in the game. It felt like both of these teams had opportunities to beat the other at a time when we really do see Styles making fights, right? We saw two head coaches who are play callers, two head coaches who want to open it up. We saw empty from Skip Holtz. We saw the modern tee from Skip Holtz. We've seen Skip Holtz climb the mountaintop in his first year to win this inaugural USFL championship. It's one of my favorite stories that we're going to pick up. But one of the things that's been outstanding about the broadcast here on Fox Sports is just what we've been able to do with technology. You've seen the helmet cams. You've seen the chest cams. You've seen two sky cams. But mic'd up is by far my favorite bit of technology we get to put on air. Let's go through my favorite mic'd up moments for the season. Watch your mouth. Ah! Uh, I didn't wake up to be honest. What? I didn't wake up to be honest. I lost one. Well, it's, it's just a wisdom tooth though. Right now, yeah, on the hit. It was chipping already. It's like coming out in pieces. I got a hundred for you. Send me your cash app after the game. You gotta be six six around this rod. I see you in camp. If you make one, get that. Let's go. We like pizza. We like pizza. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That's 11. That's 11. I ain't the smartest, but I damn sure can count. Hey, look me up. Wikipedia and me. Hey, 
Warm up the backup pitcher. Let's go. Warm it up. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, Mark. Let's go, baby. <laughs> nice job. Nice job. Come on, gosh dang it. That, that gosh dang it is one of my favorite mic'd up moments, and the man standing next to me has had a few of them. Birmingham Stallions coach, USFL championship yes. coach, Skip Holtz. Coach, how you doing? Well, you know what? The trophy's going back to Birmingham. I know that I know that much right now. I'm doing great. I've been living on a on a cloud right now. This has just been an unbelievable experience, incredible adventure. Couldn't be more uh, proud and happy for these players and what they were able to accomplish on the field. Coach, a number of key moments in this game, but I think none more particular for you than calming Alex Magoo down, telling him what you knew was going to happen. Y'all were going to go win this game. What gave you the confidence to tell him that? Well, I, I believed. I always tell them, let's not flinch. Let's not flinch. Let's not panic. Uh, let's just play in the system and do what we do. I looked up at the clock. There was a bunch of time left. Our defense was going to get a stop, and we were going to have an opportunity to win the game. Uh, and he did a great job on the drive, took us down the field. I gave him an RPO, a run pass option down here on the bottom. They went man-to-man -man on Victor, and that was all it took for him to lay the ball out there. Great throw, great catch. It's been my privilege to cover this league for the last 12 weeks, as you very well know. One of the questions that I had for you is, you got two quarterbacks that could start. Which one is it going to be? And you said, I'm going to need them both. How true was that tonight? Well, it's been true in a couple games this year, you know, where one of them goes out. And like I said, I said, we have two quarterbacks that have won games in professional football. They both played in this system. They've started games. They've won games. Really proud of both of them. And we needed them both tonight. Jamar went out with cramps. And next man's up. Let's go, Alex. And I mean, Alex stepped right in. I thought he did a great job. Our championship game MVP tonight is Victor Bolden, no a man who you said last week, I need to get that guy more touches. Yes, How do you think you did tonight? You know what? I thought the guys that gave us an opportunity to get the ball to Victor Bolden are these the two guys, the, right guard. the center and the good. right guard on good. either side. Good. They did a great job. But, you know, we, we did. He's, he's that good a player, and I just wanted to get the ball. Hey, I got a cigar for you, by the way. I got one for you, uh, but I just I needed to get him the ball. I tried to get him the ball a little bit more than I did, and some coverages were getting mixed up and what they were doing. I was in a guessing game, but uh, there at the end, I thought, I mean, Victor's just gonna, Victor's going to shine. You got to get him the ball, and like I said, I got to do a better job of it. And I hope he gets his opportunities, and the guy is good enough to continue playing this game for a long time. But if he's not, if he's back in this league, I'm just glad he's on our team. About halfway through the season, you managed to add a little bit of firepower to your backfield. Somebody you needed to go get in Bo Scarborough, give you a little bit more backbone. How did that help you win tonight? Well, Bo's just added some punch to our running game. He's added those hard yards, and I think both Tony Brooks-James and C.J. Marable have done a great job for us this year as scat backs, but Bo has been more of that downhill runner. and Boy, he, he played a great game tonight, had some great runs, broke tackles. Uh, he's going to make you tackle him, and I thought he did a great job. Coach? The rapport you've had with Scooby Wright to start this season from the draft forward, him becoming perhaps the most popular player in this league, and then him having that game ceiling pick, how happy are you for him? You know, just he missed some games there with some injuries and then bounced back just to get him back out here. I wish he could have finished the game, but to see him do what he did and to finish this in style, his last play of this season was a touchdown. There aren't a lot of linebackers that can make can make that statement, and he just he made a great play on it, ran and caught the ball. I think he probably got hurt in the dive going into the end zone, but uh, just really proud of him. And what a character he is, but what a great player as well. Coach, my last one for you. Who do you want to give flowers to on your behalf? Who backed you to the wall while you did this job? Who did what now? Who backed you to the wall? Who had your back while you did this job? You know, I mean, 
There's a lot of people that I could thank. The staff, for sure, you know what I mean? The staff, I could thank. and They did an unbelievable job. These players have been my biggest reward for the entire season. Uh, the support of my wife, she came, she moved to Birmingham. She was there the whole year. I've got every one of my family members uh, flew in for this game. Uh, I've been blessed with an incredible family, uh, a great staff, and an unbelievable football team, and I'm just blessed to have the opportunity. Uh, they say the good Lord takes care of stupid people, so I'm on top of the list. That's I look at it. Coach Skip Holtz, Birmingham Stallions, head coach and USFL champion. Thank you so much for your time, sir. It's got a great ring to it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Skip Holtz, outstanding head coach and outstanding interview, as you saw. One of my moments here tonight, one of my favorites was getting to talk with him. But let's talk about my five favorite moments from the last 12 weeks of this USFL season. We're going to start at five. We're going to work to one. My first one's got to be Bad Lee and the Pittsburgh Maulers getting a game-winning touchdown for their first of the year. Bad Lee was on his couch five days before starting the game against the Houston Gamblers, and he was there in winning time, as you can very well see. Bailey Gaither on a slant. He finds him, comes up with the touchdown, and you could see the joy on Badley's face. Ended up being the Pittsburgh Maulers' only win, but a very significant one for them and for this league. Somebody won a football game, and every one of these teams, all eight of these teams, very good. And one of my favorite aspects of it is just how competitive we have been all season. At number four, my goodness, I'm so excited about this one. It's Jamar Smith and this game-winning touchdown to open the season. As you heard earlier, Alex Magoo was the first-round pick for the Stallions. He was the starter to start the game. He went down with an injury. Jamar Smith not just comes off the bench. He was coaching high school football three weeks earlier, and he goes and he wins them the game the first week of the season. This one was simulcast on Fox and NBC, the first of its kind since the 1960s in the Super Bowl. And you could see this is a man who said, no, 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 I got to go get it myself. And Jamar Smith had done that for the Birmingham Stallions all season long. Moving on up, number three on the list for me, it's got to be the game winner for the New Orleans Breakers, Kyle Slaughter finding Jonathan Adams to beat the Houston Gamblers. I love the way this one unfolded. Noel Mazzone, offensive coordinator for the New Orleans Breakers, said, hey, Kyle, throw the ball to Jonathan Adams. Throw it to Jay. Kyle goes up to Jay Adams and says, I'm throwing it to you. Get to the end zone. And Jay said, I got you. Slaughter threw up a jump ball and said, no, I got the best jump ball receiver I've ever been around. NFL, USFL, college, it didn't matter. I trust Jay Adams to go get the ball. He got him the ball. He got him the win. Outstanding for the Breakers. At number two on the list, we can take it back to Canton, baby. Just last week, we saw Maurice Alexander. Hard time. In winning time. Take one back to the house. 87 yards on the punt return. This is an outstanding story for an outstanding human being. Started out his career as a Florida international quarterback, converted to wide receiver, nicknamed Hard Time because he was nearly strangled by the umbilical cord when he comes out. His grandmother gives him that nickname. It sticks. It was a hard time for him getting to this league. He's bagging groceries before he gets a shot with the Philadelphia Stars. And here he is putting them into the inaugural USFL championship game when they absolutely had to have it. Really loved that camera shot there. And number one, my goodness, he, I got to go with Scooby Wright. I got to go with this interception by a linebacker to seal the victory for the Birmingham Stallions. 
for the United States Football League's inaugural season championship. This is an outstanding human being and one of the great college football linebackers of all time. I watched in 2014 as he put together what I think is the greatest season by a defender ever. And he never got his opportunity as a pro to lead a defense, to be its talisman, until Skip Holt said, no, I want you to be my guy. I need you to be my middle linebacker. I need you to be the heart and soul of my defense, the heart and soul of my team, and represent Magic City as we play every one of our games at home. Lots of pressure. Scooby Wright embraced it. He wanted it. I really love this for him. I love this for the city of Birmingham, for which I got to spend quite a bit of time this year. All right. My big takeaway from this entire season is that we're going to be back next season. Look at this. Spring football not only works, it's necessary. One of the aspects of this league that I think is so underrated is just how good the football is, how good the quality of football player is that plays in the USFL. I could throw a rock, and I might hit Case Cookus, who was an FCS Jerry Rice Award winner. That means he was the best freshman in all of the FCS. I could throw another rock, and I could hit Bo Scarborough, who won two national championships at Alabama. I could throw another rock and hit Marlon Williams, who won a national championship at Central Florida, running the table undefeated. DeAndre Overton, he came from Clemson. He played tonight for the Philadelphia Stars. Or I can go to Paul Terry, who went to eastern New Mexico so that he could get a shot to play tonight for a championship as a professional. We're getting spring football back in 2023, and at a minimum, it will be at this scale, and it's likely going to be bigger because that's just what it has been for me. Huge, massive. I love football. I love these stories. I love getting to watch them unfold, having a great time. All right. For our senior producer, Catherine Donnelly, our cameraman, Jerry Bimbo, our, our director, John Marcus, is putting up with me and been in my ear, social media maven, Javion Duncan, our leader screening, Rachel Cohn. I'm your host, RJ Young. We will see y'all next time. Deuces.